Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Kevin Frisbee and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. Coming up on today's show, we'll outline the most common financial risks in retirement and offer solutions to help avoid them. That and much more. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Hi, and welcome in to the Financial Safari. I am consumer advocate Chrissy Paradis in for the great Steve Siddall, and I am joined by Jeff Truchant. Jeff is a fiduciary and advisor of the year in 2019. He's an advisor with Frisbee and Associates. Jeff, how are you doing today? Hey, Chrissy, I'm doing well. How are you doing today? I cannot complain at all. I'm excited to talk with you, especially about where you stand when it comes to some of the big words that keep popping up in the news cycle lately and have really struck some fear into folks planning for their retirement. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, uh, I look forward to uh, the opportunity to have a conversation with you as well. And Steve's certainly out getting a well-deserved uh, you know, break here today. So um, yeah, there's, there's plenty of uh, buzzwords out there and plenty of things to talk about as it pertains to the market and, and arguably more importantly, the economy. So you know, I look forward to the opportunity to have that conversation with you. Okay, so getting closer to retirement, trying to minimize that risk element. Let's pretend that you're trying to plan for a retirement that involves a lot of travel or visiting family or just relaxing comfortably. There are certain strategies and ways that you've put together and help people avoid any roadblocks that they might face on that journey, right? Yeah, you know, that's certainly our objective um, is to, you know, control what we can control to help, you know, provide clients with the most comfortable and enjoyable retirement, regardless of what their goals are, um, you know, whether it's traveling across the country or, you know, spending time with family and the kids and the grandkids or, you know, taking on a part-time job and maybe doing something you enjoy or working on projects or whatever it may be. You know, I, I say a lot on these shows, it's not, it's not really a one size fits all. There's no cookie cutter plan that works, you know, for everybody that comes into our office. And that's why we take so much pride and, you know, responsibility of having these conversations to understand what each person's individual goals and objectives are. So we can work to put together a plan that, you know, makes the most sense for them. So, um, you know, certainly everybody that comes into the office or most people have a, a vision or a, a plan for what their retirement is. And it's our job to kind of help you know, put the pieces in place to allow them to get there. And with the chaos in the 24-hour news cycle that we have in this day and age, there are, I guess I'll say, I'll say four words that are being used a lot, but we'll start with 
three of them, and two of them are market volatility. How how often are you hearing that that work now? Yeah, it's a pretty common theme. Um, it's really been a pretty common theme um, for the last couple of years. Pretty much coming out of you know the, the crash of uh, twenty twenty, the COVID induced crash back in March of twenty twenty. Um, you know, volatility can really kind of hit the market both ways. You can get upside volatility where you get significant, you know, moves in the market to the upside and you can get downside volatility, of course, which is what we've been experiencing for the better power, uh, part of these last six months as, as we just about reach the, uh, the halfway point of the year. So uh, volatility is, is it's important to know and, and remember that volatility does not necessarily equal risk, um, but volatility is something to certainly be aware of. Um, you know, in, in this current environment, we're doing all we can for our clients to help dampen that volatility and, and focus on kind of minimizing the swings in the portfolio to both the upside and the downside. You know, we're really emphasizing on kind of keeping our clients as safe and protected as we can as we work through this uh, relatively uncertain environment. You know, so that continues to kind of change depending on the environment that we're in. Volatility and, and market volatility probably isn't the most common buzzword that I've been hearing over the last, uh, you know, couple months. I'm sure we'll kind of get to the others, but, you know, inflation, recession, yeah, um, yeah, bear you market. Read, you, read my, you read my mind. Yeah, the, those tend to be a little more prevalent nowadays. All right. Well, that's a perfect segue. So inflation, is that a big deal? Is it getting bigger? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a huge deal, I would say. Um, you know, inflation numbers here in the United States, uh, you know, uh, are at levels that we haven't seen in over 40 years, really dating back to the, you know, the 70s and 80s. Um, you know, we basically were looking at, you know, about 8.6% was the most recent reading on the consumer price index a couple of weeks ago, which just kind of measures a, a basket of goods and services um, against the year before to determine how fast prices are rising. Uh, I believe personally that inflation is higher than what's being led on when you look at, you know, things that people really need and want to buy like houses and, you know, gas and groceries and so on and so forth. So inflation is really insidious. And, and once that, you know, reality is kind of let out of the, the bag, it's really hard to kind of get it back in. And you're, you're kind of noticing that in the market today. And that's, you know, what's causing so much volatility and so much uncertainty and, and really downside in the market is, you know, the inflationary environment that we find ourselves in. And more importantly, what the Federal Reserve is trying to do, uh, you know, to quell inflation. So, you know, we, we've had a lot of conversations with clients uh, understanding that, you know, prices are going up, account values uh, obviously have, have been depressed a little bit this year. So it's trying to find that opportunity to say, you know, maybe now is a decent time to just kind of hold back a little bit on some of the expenses or some of the cash flow that's going out just to kind of weather through this storm, you know, to the best of our ability. And, and hopefully inflation kind of starts to uh, starts to wane got some big CPI uh, readings coming up here in the coming months to determine whether or not the Fed is having success in slowing inflation with their uh, you know, rate increases. Um, but we just got to kind of see how it all unfolds. So there's no doubt, you know, everybody uh, here in the U.S. is, is really kind of hoping to see that, that inflation number moderate. And, uh, you know, hopefully the markets will respond favorably to that reality when it happens. That is the advice that you don't hear from talking heads. It's the kind of wisdom that you don't hear from talking heads. And it's coming from Jeff Trushan, who is part of the wonderful team at Frisbee and Associates. The number 800-998-5649. Again, that's 800-998-5649. There's some opinions that are more optimistic and others that are a little more pessimistic. And we're going to start with 
listening to a clip from Megan Horneman, who is a chief investment officer at Burden's Capital Advisors. And she had some advice to offer. Bear markets, they're very ugly when you're trying to find the bottom. Um, you get a lot of very big downturns, then you get a lot of big days. Um, it's, you have to be patient. Um, what we're advising clients is to look at over the history, if you look at the long term, when you see a 20% decline in the S&P 500, if you can be patient and, and ride out that volatility, if you enter when we drop 20%, a year later, you know, returns are in the double digits and up 70% of the time three, five, 10 years later, you're up 90 or 100% of the yeah. time with strong returns. So you have to be patient. Look at your long-term objectives. So looking at the long-term, keeping mm -hmm. your eyes on the prize, the long game, that seem a little short-sighted, short no pun intended. No, I, I think uh, Megan really nailed it there. Honestly, I, I'm, uh, I'm I'm really uh, pleased with how she kind of positioned this. And it's it's funny. We send out you know weekly market commentaries to our clients every week where we're talking about the state of the markets and the state of the economy. And just last week, you know, I, I had sent out a chart uh, that was provided from LPL Research and it showed that um, you know arguably we're on track uh, for the first half of the year for the S and P 500. We're on track for the worst year since 1970. Um, uh, down about 21% so far year to date as we come to the end of June. Um, but if you look out, you know, uh, when the S&P has a uh, first half of the year where it's down greater than 15%, um, on average, if you look back uh, for how the market performed for, for the remainder of the year, uh, there were five different scenarios where this the same environment happened. 100% of the time, the market was higher uh, towards the end of the year on average by about 23% with the median return about 15%. So of course, you know, past performance is never an indication of future returns. Um, but the point is, you know, Megan is exactly right. You know, the markets never go straight up, the markets never go straight down. Um, but it's important to realize and understand while, while these environments are very, very painful, they're very healthy for the long-term trajectory of the market because they kind of wipe out the froth. You know, they wipe out, you know, returns or valuations that really aren't justified based on the current economic environment. So there's no doubt that these environments are very painful to navigate and to work through. But for those that are investing for the next, you know, 12 to, you know, 12 to 60 months, you know, if you're looking a year to five years out, historically odds are, are very high that the market will be a lot higher than where it is today. So you just got to kind of hang in there. And, you know, make sure your advisor has a process. And if they don't, you know, we'd love the opportunity to have you call into the show and, you know, come down and, and get a second opinion on what you have going on. You know, our clients have a high degree of safety in their portfolios right now to work through this environment. Uh, things will eventually improve and you just got to kind of hang on and be patient until they do. And if you call 800-998-5649, the next 10 callers are going to receive a comprehensive financial review with Frisbee and Associates. All you have to do is call in, schedule a time to sit down with Jeff, Kevin, Lance, and they'll ask the questions that need to be asked. They'll figure out where you want to go, and they will help write a financial roadmap that will get you where you need to be. So the second that Jeff says to open those phone lines, I will be doing so. Yeah, sounds great. Chrissy, let's, uh, let's invite them to call in and uh, have a conversation. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. 
What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. All right, so 800-998-5649. Jeff, what do you have in store for us next? Yeah, so we're going to continue the conversation. We're going to talk about um, some different ideas to kind of help retirees uh, prepare and, and navigate for a challenging market and recession. And uh, we'll, we'll get into that in a second. In retirement, some people like to take it easy. Uh, let's see, to nap or not to nap. And some people like to go, go, go. And then we went to St. Thomas, then New Orleans, then our grandson's soccer game, then for the theater of New York to Bora Bora. You know what the beauty of it is? It's your choice. Ah, live it like you want. If you have the right plan, enter Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649. Funny money or not so funny money? This time, we're talking about funny money. Benjamin Franklin said, a penny saved is a penny earned. But how much is a penny really worth? Well, technically, still one cent, but it depends on when it was minted. If it's a pre-1982 penny, the copper in it's actually worth more. Pennies made before 1982 were 95% copper. Since 2000, the price of copper has risen dramatically, making the meltdown value of these pennies more than the face value of the coin. Based on per pound current value of copper, the copper in each pre-1982 penny is worth 1.7 cents. Melted down, its value is 70% higher. But wait, don't go melting down your pennies just yet. It's illegal. Hold on to them though. If the penny is ever discontinued as legal tender, then melt away. I'm Dave Perkins with Funny Money. And welcome back to the Financial Safari. I am consumer advocate Chrissy Paradis, and I am joined by Jeff Truchon of Frisbee and Associates. Jeff is an advisor for Frisbee and Associates. And Jeff, you had mentioned a little bit about preparation and how important a role that preparation plays when it comes to finance and your financial plans. Is Would you say that's true with anything in life or specifically <laughs> with your finances? Yeah, yeah. I would say it's it's certainly true of anything, uh, of most things in your life anyway. You, you know, you want to be as prepared as you can to try to put yourself in a position for the best possible outcome, right? Um, but but certainly even more so when it comes to retirement. I mean, retirement is basically a 30-year vacation. It's really kind of how you look at it, you wow. know? So you want to make sure that, you know, when you're going into it, you're as 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 prepared as you possibly can be, um, that you have a sound plan in place um, for you know how to file and when to file for Social Security, 
how much you can plan to take out of your retirement accounts, you know, what to expect, uh, what to expect for, you know, for tax ramifications of distributions from retirement accounts and how that's going to impact your net income every month. You know, we talk a lot in the show about budgeting. So kind of having a plan for how much you want to, you know, spend on a monthly basis to live a, a lifestyle, lifestyle that you desire. Um, so there's certainly a lot of homework that kind of goes into it. But I always tell clients when they're coming into the office to meet with me, I'll send you, you know, an appointment confirmation email. It'll have a list of everything that, you know, we want to see or that I generally want to see when you come into the office. And I always say, you know, the more time you put into providing as much accurate information in preparation for this meeting, uh, the better off you're going to be and the more valuable you're going to find this time. So I, I really kind of try to put the honest on, on those that are coming into the office to say, hey, take this serious and, and really kind of, you know, bring in and, and, and do a, a decent little overhaul as to your situation. And, and let's, uh, you know, really work hard to put together a plan that's going to give you a high level of confidence and peace of mind. This is a question that Steve has probably not asked before, but I'm going to ask it because I'm curious. Is there any reason that you tell them to bring everything, the good, the bad, the ugly. There's there's no reason for anybody to be worried or concerned about how it may look or something like that, right? Because you have seen everything. Yeah, for sure. And, and I should paraphrase. I usually, I'll, I'll say, you know, bring whatever you feel comfortable providing to the meeting. Okay. Uh, but, you know, but I also do emphasize that the more you bring, the more prepared you are, you know, the more better time your time is going to be spent, the more valuable you're going to find our time together. But I would say, yeah, the good, bad, and the ugly. Because listen, I mean, if you've got some stuff that you're concerned about, or or you you know, it's keeping you up at night, you're losing sleep over it, bring it in and share it. You know, get it off your chest, and let's put a plan together to you know figure out uh, you know first of all to say, hey, maybe the situation is not as bad as you thought, and it's a quick solution and a quick fix that you just weren't aware of. Or you know, let's really kind of tackle this thing head on and start to put a plan together to kind of you know improve or fix your situation so that way you can have some peace of mind about it. So. Um, you know, there's, there's no, like you said earlier, I really, you know, firmly believe there's no downside in terms of taking advantage of an opportunity to have a conversation. You're either going to get a pat on the back and say, Hey, you're doing a great job. We're happy to be a resource for you at some point in the future, if you need us, or we're going to say, Hey, you know, you've done well, um, but I do see some areas of opportunity and let's kind of on the whiteboard and talk about what that looks like. It's a win-win and Kevin is the author of Every Dime Every Day, and he's the president of Frisbee and Associates. Lance, Lance Gilman, who is an investment advisor representative and a retired, I think, lieutenant colonel. Am I correct? Uh, he is. Yeah. And Jeff, who was advisor of the year in 2019. This is a team that is very well known, very committed to representing their clients' interests first. And a lot of those clients are retirees or those saving for retirement. And when people come in for meetings as of late, are they bringing up concerns about preparing for the dreaded recession yeah, that's a great question. Uh, certainly, it's, it's a conversation that we're having now a lot more than we have over the last uh, handful of years. Um, you know, clients are concerned, you know, they remember the pain uh, that 2008 brought and the impact that it had on their, you know, their financial accounts and their portfolios. And people are nervous and, and they, they don't want to go through that event again, and particularly if they're, you know, within or, you know, approaching or in retirement. And certainly that's an understandable, you know, concern that they have. 
Um, so for us, you know, as, as advisors, uh, as fiduciaries and, and active money managers, you know, we're certainly doing all we can on our end uh, to help, you know, keep our clients, uh, you know, safe and, and as, as safe as we can, given the environment that we find ourselves in. You know, we're providing a high level of communication to our clients. Uh, just last week, I had done a webinar with uh, the CEO of one of the man- money managers that we work with, uh, you know, for my client base really just to kind of reiterate our process and talk about, you know, hey, here's what's happening in the world. Here's what's happening in the economy and in turn the markets. And here's what we're doing, you know, to work hard to keep your clients there, to keep your accounts as safe as we can as we kind of work through this. So uh, it's important, again, it kind of reiterates back to what I had mentioned in segment one. It's really important to work with an advisor that has a plan for how they're going to navigate challenging market environments like this, uh, to separate emotion to the side and to focus on a rules-based process to help uh, you know, make the right decisions at the right times with an emphasis on protection. Um, so that's, you know, controlling what we can control. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of what the client can do uh, to prepare, you know, for an environment like this, it's really an opportunity just to kind of hone in, uh, maybe double check your budget and figure out, you know, where you're, where you're spending your money on a monthly basis if you're not doing that already. You know, potentially the good opportunity to, you know, consider maybe tightening the belt just a little bit and reallocating some dollars, maybe building up a little bit of an emergency savings or a cash savings just to kind of have on hand, you know, in the event that oil prices are higher this winter or gas prices remain elevated or whatever that may be. Um, And I'm sure a lot of people are already kind of taking those steps. But I'll also talk about, you know, Megan's segment in, uh, in the first segment that we had where, you know, she had talked about you know, when you look out, you know, two, three, four years ahead, uh, generally the market returns are very favorable from the levels that we're at today. So if you can afford to maybe cut back on on spending and maybe going out to eat or ordering out or maybe some of these, you know, disposable income activities and maybe reallocate some of those dollars into your 401k or into your IRA, you know, if you've got a longer term time horizon, I mean, you want to buy when the market's down. I mean, these are great opportunities. It's like going to the mall and seeing that pair of shoes that you've always wanted or that you've wanted for the last year and you walk in and now today they're 25% off. It's like, yes, I've been waiting for this opportunity. Did I bring that up during the break? It's like, yeah, yeah, you're not alone. It's a common example, but uh, you really kind of want to look at investing the same way, you know, um, some clients will come into the office and they'll say, hey, you know, I've, I've stopped my 401k contributions because I just feel like I'm losing every time I make a contribution. And I can understand how you might feel that way, but it's important to really kind of flip that perspective and say, look, my dollar is now stretching farther for me in the market. You know, I'd much rather make contributions into, an, into a market that's down 15, 20, 25% as opposed to a market that's at all time highs, right? Because your dollar is just going that much farther for you. Um, so, so I would say, you know, the best way to kind of navigate this environment is just to be super, you know, vigilant and aware of your finances on day to day, week to week, month to month basis. Um, you know, if you can afford to trim a little bit here and there, obviously we live in vacation land up here in the state of Maine. It doesn't cost a whole lot to head out to the coast and hang out on the beach or, you know, walk through the woods and enjoy this environment that we're in. It's relatively inexpensive to do so. And, uh, you know, by allocating those dollars, those extra dollars into your retirement accounts, I think your future self, two, three, four, five years out, uh, we'll, we'll look at that as a sound financial move. In this day and age, especially, it seems retirees are perhaps the most vulnerable to some of the elaborate scams that exist in this day and age. Yeah, yeah, it's it's important to be aware. You know, uh, unfortunately, I've had some clients that you know opened some emails or responded to some emails. Uh, they're in their personal emails. Um, you know, with people you know offering gift card schemes and, and things of that nature. So always, you know, you want to be really vigilant 
about anything that you're clicking or or uh, you know logging into online. Um, but but even in terms of the market, you know, really vulnerable in, in terms of market activity looking forward. You know. Um, Obviously, we're in a bear market. The S&P 500 as of today is down over 20% from its all-time highs. Um, so the question is, what's the duration of this bear market going to be? You know, uh, if it's a non-recessionary bear market, um, so if, if this, you know, disagrees with Mr. Forbes and <laughs> that, uh, you know, maybe we're not heading into a recession and this is just going to be a challenging environment, you know, on average, the bear market lasts about eight months and uh, wrapping up the month of June, we're, we're six months in. So hopefully that's the case and we can avoid a recession. Obviously, nobody has a crystal ball, um, but that you know, history would, would show that, you know, in, in those environments, the bear market isn't necessarily as, as vicious as uh, it would be if we are in a recessionary bear market, um, which tends to range anywhere from 12 to 18 uh, months on average. So, um, you know, vulnerable in the sense of make sure you have a plan, make sure your advisor has a plan for how they're helping you navigate this environment. Um, you know, if we get continued pain moving forward in the markets, you know, what's the plan? What's your advisor's plan to help, you know, navigate through that and protect against further potential downside? Um, you know, and if you're not sure what that plan is, or you don't have a high level of confidence in that plan, or there's not a high level of communication, particularly during times like these, you know, give us a call. Let's have a conversation. Talk about our process. Um, talk about what we're doing, you know, to provide value for our clients during these challenging times and get you back on track and, and give you that sense of, of confidence and peace of mind that, that you deserve and should have as you approach retirement. And you can call 800-998-5649 for the next 10 callers. You're going to get a comprehensive financial review with the team at Frisbee and Associates. And this review is complimentary and you really have nothing to lose at all, but you will gain a roadmap that outlines how to get where you need to be or want to be and working with a team who's truly passionate about making your dreams come true in retirement. So pick up the phone, and give us a call. We've got the team standing by. So 800-998-5649. You can also go online to frisbee, F-R-I-S-B-I-E, benefits.com. Jeff, what is up next? It doesn't matter if you're newlyweds or approaching your golden anniversary. Working together toward retirement is crucial. We've got some strategies that can help you get there. Here's a hint, it all starts with the plan. Remember that feeling on the last day of school just before summer vacation? How about that feeling you get around 4 o'clock Friday afternoons? Now multiply both of those by 100, maybe 1,000, maybe more. And that's the feeling you get just before you retire if you have the right plan. And you don't have to go it alone. You need someone to set you up with a comprehensive plan avoiding risk and pitfalls and securing lifetime income in your retirement. You need Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800 998 800-998-5649. It's your go-go years, so let's get going with another retirement road trip. We're visiting four houses from the ultra-luxurious to the ultra-modest, from historic to the mystique. Let's start with ultra-luxurious. 
heading to Asheville, North Carolina to visit Build More, built for George Washington Vanderbilt II. It was such a monumental task, a woodworking factory and a brick kiln operated on site, and a three-mile railroad spur was constructed to bring materials to the site. Four acres of floor space, 250 rooms, including 35 bedrooms, also a heated pool, a bowling alley, and a gym. Any visit to the Asheville area needs to include a tour of Biltmore. The ultra-modest Dias, Arkansas is home to the boyhood home of music legend Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash fans come from all over the world to see this very modest home and learn about Dias Colony. Established as a Depression-era agricultural resettlement community, it's what brought the Cash family here in the 1930s. Efforts to restore the colony began in 2009. Now you can visit Johnny Cash's home and the theater, which is a museum and the visitor center. The historic Monticello or Monticello nestled in the mountains of Virginia near Charlottesville. It's the beloved home of Thomas Jefferson. The modern look of the home was the result of Jefferson's time as ambassador to France. He was struck with the architecture there. Walk the grounds, go inside. You'll also see Jefferson's inventions or improved upon devices, including a revolving book stand, a copying machine, and a spherical sundial. The Mystique. Mystique. You'll find the Winchester Mystery House in San Jose, California. It was once the personal residence of Sarah Winchester, the widow of firearm magnate William Wart Winchester. The story goes that Mrs. Winchester was told by a medium who was supposedly channeling her late husband that she must continuously build a home for herself and for the spirits of people who had fallen victim to Winchester rifles. So in the house, you'll find doors and stairs that go nowhere and other oddities. Your retirement plan can be built just how you want it and based on the lifestyle you want. And be sure to set aside enough to leave your home and visit others on your retirement road trip. And welcome back to the Financial Safari. I am consumer advocate Chrissy Paradis in for the legendary Steve Siddall. And with me is Jeff Trushan, who is an advisor with Frisbee and Associates, advisor, fiduciary, advisor of the year in 2019. We are a team right now. I think that this plan that you just mentioned sounds so valuable that I just I, I need I, I need to know like what's the first step of your plan? Yeah, for sure. I, I appreciate you know this uh, this partnership uh, with you, Chrissy, and the opportunity to have this conversation with you today for sure. Likewise. So um, yeah, in, in terms of the plan uh, when it comes to newlyweds and approaching retirement, uh, the the basic and and the most obvious first step is both parties really have to be involved. You know, when we're setting up appointments with clients, whether they call into the radio show or they, you know, hear us on the television or they attend one of our seminars across the state of Maine talking about retirement planning, we really try to emphasize that, you know, we want both parties in that introductory meeting, in that conversation. And we'll push it out, you know, a couple of weeks if necessary, a month if necessary to have it work for both parties so that they can, you know, both husband and wife or, you know, significant other can attend the conversation. Um, because the reality is, you know, people will come into the office and they'll say, hey, Jeff, you know, my husband, John, is just so great and he handles all the finances and I couldn't even log into an account or, you know, I have no idea what our mortgage is or he just makes life so easy for me. He's such a great husband. And I'm like, well, first of all, you know, John, congratulations. That's so great to hear. <laughs> but at the same time, it's really kind of uh, scary when you, when you think about it, because God forbid something happens to John. 
um, you know, that really leaves the significant other or the spouse relatively in the dark in terms of how to kind of proceed or how to take over the finances or really to where, where to begin. You know, we kind of tell clients, it's like, we're the second call a lot of times when something unfortunate happens. You know, usually they're calling a family member and then they're calling their financial advisor. And personal relationship that, that oh, you man. guys build. It's critical, you know, and I, I tell my clients, you know, it's like I, I treat my clients like family because, you know, I, I really believe that the relationship that you build and the trust and the, you know, the trust that, that creates the foundation of the relationship, you know, it's really, really important. So to, to have both parties come into the meeting and really kind of throw everything on the table together and say, you know, here's what this looks like, you know, here's what we're going to do. Here's what recommendations we're going to make. Here's what we're going to list, you know, for beneficiaries on accounts. Um, here's where your accounts are. Here's your account numbers. Um, it might sound like basic stuff for the person in the relationship that handles the finances every day, but for the person that doesn't handle the finances every day, it's really, really great to, to, to have some confidence to know what this information uh, entails and how everything is set up. And, and if you don't know or if you have questions, you're not calling a 1-800 number and speaking with somebody different every time to try to get an answer to a relatively simple question. Absolutely. You know, you're calling, Absolutely. You're, you're calling somebody local that, you know, you've got a relationship with already um, that can help you guide through, help guide you through some of those, those times. So that, that's kind of a dire example in the event that something happens and somebody passes away untimely. Um, but even, even just to kind of get, you know, both people on the same page, you know, some, some uh, couples have different spending habits and maybe one of the party's spending habits is, you know, uh, potentially creating a detriment or, or causing an issue as it, as it pertains to the budget and the ability to retire based on the income sources. So, you know, just getting both parties on the same team, working towards a common goal, you know, is, is really uh, pretty fundamental when you're working with uh, married couples and couples in general. And is it uncommon to meet with a couple and learn that they hadn't previously discussed maybe their personal vision of the retirement? Yeah, no, I'm so glad you brought that up. It's funny. We, we joke at the office sometimes, like we have two roles in that meeting. Role, role 1A is the financial advisor and 1B uh, at times can be the therapist or, uh, you know, the, like the sounding crashers. board. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, but yeah, a lot of times, like, you know, uh, people are pretty open to these conversations, which is great. I mean, because that's what you want. You want honesty, you want openness, you want transparency, you want everybody on the same page working together for the same goals. You want clear expectations. That, that's what it's all about. So yeah, it happens from time to time where we get somebody that comes in and they say, hey, I want to retire at this point and I want to spend this much. And the other says, hey, I want to retire at this point and I want to spend this much or, you know, whatever the unique dynamics are. And, and sometimes it's a matter of just kind of, you know, looking at the numbers and saying, hey, here's the reality and here's a common ground for both of you. Uh, but it also helps potentially bring down some angst, you know, if there's like a butting of the heads in the household because one party wants it this way, one party wants it that way. Uh, what better opportunity than to come in and, and speak with someone who specializes in this matter on a daily basis to kind of give some third party perspective and guidance that, you know, can help find a solution that works for everybody. And then you're the bad guy. And that's fine. You know, that's fine by me. Unload it. I'll, I'll be the scapegoat for you to, uh, you know, get whatever concerns or worries you have off your chest. And because uh, at the end of the day, yeah, like no matter what happens, you're walking out of that meeting with your head held higher. You know, you're getting stuff off your chest. You're having conversations that could be uncomfortable that you've been putting off. Um, you know, and unfortunately for a lot of people, it's just like going to the doctor. You know, people are afraid of it. They're afraid of it. They're afraid of it. And then they go and all it's all good. And the concerns so and the fears and, and the worries are in your head, you know, yeah. and, and that's just human nature. So, 
that's part of what I love about this job, uh, you know, this career is it's just, you know, you, you get the opportunity to build relationships with so many unique people and so many different walks of life. And uh, it's, it's really great. You know, I'm really passionate. About it. And Jeff, you've been doing this for enough time that I'm I, I'm sure that you've seen a couple of age, you know, some some pretty significant age gaps in couples, both sides, maybe. How does that work when it comes to some of these elements like social security when you're advising them as a team? Yeah, yeah. Great, great point. And it is, uh, you know, it is something that we see in the office on both sides, you know, so it's not always the gentleman being older, you know, so it, it's a matter of understanding, you know, exactly what the financial scenario is, um, you know, looking at all the different potential income sources, looking at longevity and health history in the family to try to estimate to the best of our ability, you know, what life expectancy might look like. And potentially making, you know, decisions or, or, you know, changes to decisions as it pertains to, you know, when to file for Social Security so you can leave behind a bigger survivor benefit to a spouse if you're planning or if, if you're older and, and there's a likelihood that you'll predecease. Um, you know, also considering looking at, you know, pension accounts or, or, you know, if you're lucky enough to have a pension that pays out an annuity payment, you know, maybe you consider not taking a survivor benefit on that pension um, you know, if you're the younger spouse and there's a significant age gap there um, and, and there's a high likelihood that the other spouse is going to predecease or maybe looking at the pop up option on that pension, which is not something that you normally do. If you were a married couple that was within a couple you know, years of each other, usually it's a no brainer to look at, you know, doing a 100 percent joint survivor option on a pension. Um, so that way the, the surviving beneficiary receives the same pension amount or close to the same pension amount that the, the original beneficiary that the original annuitant was receiving. Um, so again, it's, it's one of those things, there's no, you know, kind of cookie cutter answer. It's a case by case scenario, but it's certainly a scenario that we've seen and that we're comfortable with. And there's some different unique strategies that and, and conversations that should be had to make sure that you're making the most informed and educated decision that you can. I know that healthcare and long term healthcare, it can be very expensive at any age. If you're battling an illness, it's very costly and it adds up. How do you incorporate that into the couple teammate discussion? Yeah. So the long-term care conversation is really, a, it's a tough conversation to have because, you know, unfortunately there's no perfect solution um, to bring to the table to solve that potential problem. So a lot of these insurance companies used to offer these traditional long-term care policies, which were structured a lot like a, a term life insurance policy. So basically, you know, you buy a policy, you pay a monthly premium. If you end up needing the benefit, the benefit's there for you. If you don't need the benefit, you pass away, you know, in your sleep or, you know, untimely in some manner, you know, then you've basically paid that premium your whole life for a benefit that you never, you know, ended up needing to use, which arguably can be a good thing. Long-term care facilities and nursing homes can be a challenging environment. But a lot of the insurance companies have really kind of done away with those policies because of the fact that the interest rate environment is significantly different than it was when these policies were issued. And because of the fact that people are living longer, um, you know, than they were previously. And then, of course, the inflationary pressures that are on the healthcare environment that are, you know, causing, 
um, you know, in increases there as well. So uh, what the insurance companies have done now, for the most part, is you're finding uh, life insurance policies with living benefits. So basically, you know, you would purchase a permanent life insurance policy, such as a universal life policy. Um, and what happens is uh, you can actually accelerate the death benefit early if you have a chronic critical terminal illness or go into a nursing home or assisted living type facility um, where you qualify for benefits. And you can actually accelerate the death benefit tax free to help pay for care and protect the rest of your assets. So it's, it's a product where life insurance really was primarily of benefit uh, to the beneficiaries on the policy and not so much the owner outside of knowing that their family is taken care of. Um, but a lot of these policies now are structured in a way that the owner can benefit from the policy while they're still alive if they have an event that triggers that rider that allows them to accelerate the death benefit. The problem, obviously, with that is life insurance is, you know, older, uh, excuse me, more expensive the older that you get. Um, so it is still, you know, relatively cost prohibitive for a lot of, uh, of retirees and individuals. And of course, we have no idea what, you know, the, the uh, economic environment and the value of the dollar and what healthcare related costs are going to look like in 10, 20, 30 years. Uh, certainly, you know, they're on an exponential curve right now. Um, so it's really one of those hard things to plan for. And again, it falls back to a case by case scenario. So we come in, see what we have for assets, see what we have for income, the ability to fit into budgets, um, and then potentially, you know, make recommendations based on some products that, that will work well. And the team at Frisbee and Associates, that's Kevin Frisbee, Lance Gillen, and Jeff Truchon, who I'm sitting across from right now. This is a huge passion that you each have, it seems that authenticity that you feel like your clients are your family, it just shines through. And that is what a lot of people are looking for. You are willing to have that conversation at no cost and no obligation to them whatsoever. So the phone lines are open. Give us a call. For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There's no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. And they don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio, so this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new, hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. So, for the next 10 callers... We'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Call now. Schedule an appointment to sit down with the team at Frisbee and Associates, or you can go online to Frisbee 
F R I S B I E benefits.com. It's the most wonderful time of the week. I answer questions from listeners after the break. run out on his social security to age 70 for maximum benefits and here comes the Roth conversion he's locked in for income for life he's got some outstanding coaching with that annuity plan he's created his own pension as well and it looks like he's going to go all the way play your best retirement game call financial safaris Kevin Frisbee 800-998-5649 800-998-5649 during the 1940s brothers Harry and Joseph Kaufman who owned a wholesale candy store in Pittsfield Massachusetts acquired a wholesale toy company from a candy client who owed them money for outstanding debts on September 21st 1946 Kaufman brothers opened a wholesale toy store marking the company's entry into the wholesale toy industry in 1948 Kaufman brothers incorporated ended its involvement in the candy business to focus entirely on the toy business in 1973 the company ended its toy wholesaling to become a shopping mall-based toy retailer known as KB Toy and Hobby, with KB named after the initials in Kaufman Brothers. In 1977, the company name changed to KB Toy and Hobby Shops, Incorporated. The company became a direct competitor to Toys R Us in 1994 when it expanded its mall locations and began opening stores known as KB Toy Works. In December 2000, Bain Capital purchased the company for $305 million in partnership with KB Toy's management team. KB Toys suffered tough competition during the 2003 Christmas season. With $300 million in debt, KB Toys filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection in January 2004 and closed more than 600 stores, resulting in layoffs of more than 3,400 of the employees' 13,000 employees. KB Toys exited Chapter 11 bankruptcy in August 2005 with 90% of its ownership under PKBT Holdings, an affiliate of Prentice Capital Management. The company had 640 stores. Because of poor sales at its mall-based locations, as well as competition, the company filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy on December 11, 2008. The chain began going out of business sales that month. KB Toys brand and related intangible assets were sold by StreamBank LLC to Toys R Us on September 4, 2009 for a reported $2.1 million. Strategic Marks LLC, a company that buys and revives defunct brands, registered a trademark for KB Toys in 2016 after Toys R Us allowed the previous registration to last. In March 2018, Strategic Marks founder Elliot Kassoff stated that due to Toys R Us going out of business in the United States, Strategic Marks planned to open 1,000 KB Toys pop-up stores across America for Black Friday. In early 2018, Kassoff announced that the relaunch would be delayed until 2019. In March 2019, Kassoff cited a lack of funding as the reason that the pop-up stores did not open as planned. As of August 2020, there has been no news from Strategic Marks about the KB Toys Revival. And welcome back to the Financial Safari with Jeff Truchant of the fabulous team. Yeah, fabulous at Frisbee and Associates. Jeff, I am going to get right to it because we've got several questions and I don't want to leave anybody out. So do you mind if I just dive right in? No, not at all. Let's do it. All right, we are going to start in Sanford with Corey, who said, Hi, Jeff. At the end of every year, our savings is completely gobbled up. 
My husband is 48 and now earns close to $300,000 a year, but we only have $5,000 saved. We recently moved to the area in an effort to save on state property tax into a smaller home. We've drastically eliminated our cost of living expenses. Is it time for us to talk to someone who can help us save for the future? Yeah. Hey, Corey. Well, thanks so much for, uh, for, for tuning into the show and for reaching out today to ask that question. And, and congratulations on uh, your, your success and your, uh, your endeavors. Um, you know, uh, obviously you're 48, so I would consider that still relatively young. So, you know, the, uh, the earliest that you can file for Social Security is going to be age 62. Um, for you at this point in time, your full retirement age, so uh, when you're entitled to 100% of your full Social Security benefit is age 67. Um, so let's say you want to target, you know, your full retirement age for retirement. That gives you about 20 years where you can really start to sock away some money. And with the market being down relatively substantially here, uh, you know, over 20% as of this recording, it's a great, you know, consideration and a great entry point potentially to put some of that money to work with a longer time horizon. So, you know, I would say, let's get together. Let's have a conversation. Give us a call. Uh, you got nothing to lose to come in and, uh, you know, hear some, some, some thoughts and uh, get some advice on your current situation. And we can determine whether or not it makes sense for us to partner up as a team um, or if it's something that you want to kind of attack and, and do on your own as you've got some time ahead of you. So certainly in a great spot and uh, with, with the right guidance and the right education, uh, you can do a whole lot of work in 20 years and look forward to the opportunity to help. And that number is 800-998-5649. I'm sure that there are a lot of people that can also relate to the position that, that she was in too that might want to some help saving for the future. So if you're one of those people, again, 800-998-5649. Next, we're going to Turner where Mike asks, I've been evaluating some areas of my estate plan. My father-in-law willed about 15000 in gold to me, and I'm not sure about the world of precious metals. What could I do with it? And what are your thoughts on precious metals in these inflationary times, Jeff? Yeah, Mike. Well, that's a great question. And, uh, you know, thank you for, for giving us a call and allowing us the opportunity to field that question. And, and I'm sorry to hear about uh, your father-in-law, particularly if that was something uh, relatively recent. Uh, my condolences to your family there. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm actually I'm an advocate for some precious metals. Um, I'm certainly not a believer in putting 100% of your money in precious metals. But, you know, gold has really stood the test of time in terms of a store of value. Uh, sure, it's not really portable. It's not divisible. Um, but in terms of its, you know, history and track record, um, it's it's you know really pretty strong. Gold is when you're holding precious metals like that. Uh, really, what you do is you just kind of hold it. You know, we're not in a state, gratefully, uh, where grocery stores and gas stations are accepting shavings of gold bars to pay for you know goods and services. Um, so it's really just kind of a, one of those things where you you take your fiat currency, the U.S. dollar, that has the potential to be you know debased and devalued over time based on potential manipulation from the Federal Reserve. And you exchange that fiat currency, uh, that U.S. dollar for gold, uh, which cannot be manipulated and, and arguably cannot be debased or arguably cannot be manipulated over a long period of time. Um, you know, the only way to, uh, to, to get more gold is to dig it up out of the ground, which is relatively labor intensive. So, 
Yeah, I, I think as a, I think gold on average, you get about a two percent inflationary rate in gold. They they increase the gold supply by about two percent per year on average from from uh, from mining. So when you compare that to fiat currency, which expands at about ten to fifteen percent a year, uh, the amount of money in the system it, it holds up relatively well as a store of value. So I would say you know let's 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 have a conversation and take a look at your overall portfolio and where that that piece fits in, and then determine whether or not you've got the right allocation or if it makes sense to diversify out of that position, or if you really see value in the gold, maybe considering adding to that. Wow, that's that's a shocking number. I mean, those that you said 2% a year since yeah, mining. Wow. As when, opposed- when you look at um, how much how much uh, you know new gold is added to the existing supply, if you look back over history, on average, about 2% uh, uh, is added every year just based on you know mining activities across the world. Whereas in the United States, uh, particularly over the last 10 years, the uh, U.S. money supply has increased by about 15% a year, uh, particularly uh, post-2020, the 18 months following the COVID crash, uh, the money supply was increased by 40%. So 40% uh, of every dollar in circulation in the 18 months uh, was printed in the 18 months following the COVID crash. So when people are looking for vehicles to be able to hold value and store value without, you know, just putting your money in a savings account and then being subject to, you know, debasement and devaluation based on money printing. Gold is one of the, uh, you know, options out there, particularly the one with the longest track record. And I mean, that answer was a precious metal, but Mike, so are you. And thank you for your call. Um, That's great. Next, we're going to Fitz, who's called from Brunswick. Fitz asks, our first advisor would meet with us every six months. Our newest advisor has not proactively reached out in over two years. We haven't heard a peep out of him despite the recent economic concerns. Jeff, what should we do? Yeah, well, uh, you know, Fitz, thanks for tuning into the show and, and for giving us a call. Um, and I'm sorry to hear, uh, you know, that you haven't heard from your advisor in a couple of years. And yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right, particularly now during these, you know, really, really challenging market environments. Uh, I think, you know, customer service, communication, you know, transparency, uh, you name it, is uh, of utmost importance. You know, you don't really need to hear from your advisor when you're in a raging bull market and everybody's making 10, 20, 30 percent. But when, you know, arguably we're going through one of the more challenging economic environments that we've seen in the last few decades, uh, I personally believe that a high level of communication is paramount and uh, is absolutely critical. Um, you know, so for us, uh, I, we send out a market commentary via email to our clients every single week. Um, we're keeping our clients updated on Sundays in terms of account performance. And then, like I said, just this last week, um, we actually uh, I pulled aside uh, the CEO of one of the money managers that we hire on and employ. And we did about an hour and 15 minute seminar uh, webinar for all of my clients where we just kind of talked about the state of the market, uh, you know, what we're doing in response to it and how we're working hard to keep our clients protected. So I would say... It's really, really important for a financial advisor to control what they can control uh, in, in, in this field. And in my opinion, that's risk management and customer service. I mean, that's about the only two things that you kind of have full control over. And if either of those are lacking in any way, uh, you need to find a new advisor. Um, so, you know, Fitz would love the opportunity to have a conversation and talk about the value that we can provide, that I can provide as a partner in your financial success. Uh, feel free to give us a call and, and we can you know continue the conversation. Jeff, we've got time for... One more. We're going up to 
Abbott, where Gloria has a question for you. Gloria said, I'm 61 years old and plan on working until I am 65 and eligible for Medicare. Due to some health issues, I'm reducing my hours, which will significantly reduce my income for the next four years. I thought it was a good plan because it keeps my health insurance intact. But now I'm wondering if the lower earnings will impact profit sharing when I retire. I know that final distribution is based on earnings and time on the job. Should I retire now while my income is up or should I wait until I'm 65? Certainly a loaded question, uh, Gloria. Um, thorough. You know, and I'm, yeah, thorough, very thorough. And, uh, you know, this is a really unique question because every every profit sharing plan is different, uh, you know, relative to the company that's offering the plan. They all have different rules, regulations and guidelines, um, you know, depending on the amount of time that you're working and whether or not you qualify for the profit sharing as a part time versus a full time employee. Um, of course, the profit sharing is great because these are contributions made by the employer. And it, it, they're really great because they, they're, they're smart because, uh, you know, as an employer, you're giving your employees incentive to work harder for you, for the business, because they get to celebrate and participate in the bottom line of the, you know, the success that the business has. Um, so the profit sharing option is a great option, but it's hard to, you know, say exactly, you know, what your specific situation looks like and make recommendations on your specific situation without better understanding not only the profit sharing plan, uh, but also understanding what your overall financial scenario looks like and whether or not it makes sense for you to retire right now uh, versus waiting until 65 where you qualify for Medicare um, and, of course, a higher Social Security benefit at that point as well. So I would say, um, you know, if you go, Gloria, feel free to give us a call. We'd be happy to have you come into the office. We'll get a appointment confirmation email out to you with a list of some things to bring in that can, you know, shed some light and some clarity on your personal situation. And then we can, you know, certainly provide some guidance and make some recommendations, uh, you know, that fit well for your scenario. One more time, that number 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649, online at frisbeebenefits.com, F-R-I-S-B-I-E, frisbeebenefits.com. And another precious medal, I'm sorry, I have to, is Kevin Frisbee's book, Every Dime, Every Day. And you can bring that to the office and i think maybe he would he'll sign that for you yeah for sure yeah we've got copies at the office and everybody that comes in and meets with us is, is entitled to one of those uh, one of those copies of kevin's books and uh, if you're lucky enough to catch him when he's uh, at the office and, and not out meeting with clients or, or uh, in an appointment he'd be happy to sign okay well i'll take one too so put me on that put, put it on my tab and perfect <laughs> but uh jeff this show has been a lot of fun i really appreciate you letting me fill in for Steve, and I've learned a lot. And I want to know, what are your final thoughts for, for this week? Yeah, well, I, I would say, you know, thanks for the opportunity. And it was a pleasure to, uh, to speak with you today. And, and uh, you did a great job as well here. Um, certainly big shoes to fill with Steve. Uh, you know, I know he's been in the game for a long time. So, uh, you know, you've, uh, you've done well and represented him well. And, and this was a lot of fun. So, yeah, my, my, my parting thought, I suppose, uh, you know, this is a, a really a wake up call, this type of market environment and economic environment um, to really, you know, 
double check and make sure that you're getting the level of service attention and communication that you need from your advisor partner. These are the times where advisors earn their advisory fees, you know, the fees that they're charging clients to manage portfolios, not only in terms of performance in the accounts, but also in terms of accountability, uh, service, communication, and availability. So if any of those areas are lacking and you don't have a high level of confidence or peace, in my, peace of mind in terms of what your advisor is doing to help you navigate and get through this environment, uh, give us a call. You know, we'd love the opportunity to sit down and, and, like I've said before, talk about you know how we're different and you know what we do to bring value to our clients. And uh, you know, we'd love the opportunity to have that conversation. So that would be my parting thought. Uh, now is a great you know, house cleaning opportunity to make sure everything is in order and that you're getting the service and uh, respect and attention that you deserve. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Kevin Frisbee and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.